Blog Talk Radio. the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement, and this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement, and it gives no choice between peace and war only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shotters around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material competitions. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. I think at one time or another we've all questioned as to whether all that we see and, and are experiencing in our world has some sort of a rational plan behind it. Because we understand now that both the Republican and the Democratic Party in our country are basically run by the same people. The same money finances both sides. We now know, of course, through the work of many historians who have spent their life working on research to show us that both sides of world conflicts have always been financed by the same people. And as I've said before, there seems to be a a method to the madness going on in the world. We know, of course, that 
We cannot depend on our leaders. Our leaders are misleaders. There is a science that they're following. They have their own agenda, and it doesn't include you. What your government pays for, it gets. If you are paid to do something for the government, they will extract from you exactly what they have paid for. When we understand that, then we look at universities and schools, government-financed institutions of education, and see the kind of students and the kind of education that's being turned out by these government-financed schools, logic will tell you that if what is being turned out in those schools was not in accord with what the state and the federal government wanted, then it would change it. The bottom line is that the government is getting what they have ordered. They're getting what they have paid for. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. That is why our country and our world has become so proliferated with entertainments, mass media, game shows, television shows, amusement parks, drugs, alcohol, and every kind of entertainment that keep the human mind entertained so that you don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking. You had better wake up and understand that there are people who are guiding your life and you don't even know it. And all American citizens, I think, have suspected something like this is going on. But we're all too busy trying to stay alive and live our lives and after all, what can one person do about it? This is the most powerful government the world has ever known. They have, a, they have the ability to get a hold on Adolf Hitler. Fifty years ago, he had a standing army, the greatest navy, air force, military, secret underworld organizations operating throughout the world. But this government got a hold on Adolf Hitler because it chose to and it wanted to. And if you do not pay your income taxes, they will find you if you go to the Amazon jungle. And they will make an example of you. They will find you, and they will deal with you. And you know it. But for some reason, they're unable to get a handle on drugs and the crime in the streets for some reason. All right, everybody. I just had to play that uh, clip right there because... Yeah. This is a little dig, I guess, because, you know, we have so many people that listen to this, this show that uh, anonymously, anonymously, and, of course, they want to use everything I say against me. Uh, actually, I was at the board meeting yesterday, and guess what? My podcast had to be a topic. Yep. They had to, they had to play a clip from my podcast. Uh, to show my credibility, to determine my credibility. It was, it was, I, I objected to it after about three minutes because I, I guess the lawyer, the, he messed up, but he didn't play the part that he wanted to play, I guess. And he had, it was Sarge talking, and I, I was laughing. And uh, it was me and Sarge having a conversation with each other. Um, and, and then I just said, hey, how much are we going to listen to this? You know. And then I objected, and then they... They ruled in my favor not to listen to any more of it. So, and that made the lawyer mad, boy. Let me tell you. 
Oh, that felt good. But anyway, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, and so anyone who knows my situation and what's going on, uh, you know, they, I was able to win my hearing yesterday. Uh, I won the appeal, and then I was able to win the hearing. And really, it's not really a win, because the law is the law. The state law is the law. The law states in, in Connecticut and in North Carolina. And really, they, they played dirty. And 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 they got to smear my name, and but you see the voters out there they're smarter than that. That they they know, and we have to thank people like Donald Trump for waking people up, Ron Paul over the years, uh, because we did have a dumbed down nation before that, that that wasn't awake, and more and more people are awake today. More people understand when they see the government playing the dirty little tricks, the the the, the jig is up. These rhino games that they play don't work anymore. People are fed up with it. That's why we have this extremism from the Democrats that are just that's off the wall because of this creation of these rhinos and their policy making and their, their their old tactics are just ridiculous. They don't work. It's time to change. It's time to stop the nonsense. Character assassinating somebody and trying to destroy that person is not what's going to get you elected or not going to get you support. Ripping into me, you know, going over my past. They they did a background check on me through Nexus Lexus, right? I mean, this you should see this background check. It's 41 pages of nonsense, stuff that I don't not even about me. It's all twisted, and it's like they took all my my life and took it and put it in a jar and shook it up, and this and right and shook it up, shook it up, and then dumped it on the floor and took and and they tried putting it all back together. That, you know, it, it, it's just nonsense. What was achieved? What was achieved? Nothing. Nothing was achieved. None of the issues that are facing the citizens of this state or county were resolved yesterday. Nothing was achieved at all. It was a waste of time, a waste of taxpayer money, and a waste of resources. When all these people and leaders could have been out in the community talking to the people that need help, solving the problems that the people have, listening to the grievances of the people, and doing something like that. That's what we could have been doing yesterday, but instead we got to bring Joseph Gibson in there, right? The day after tornadoes strike our state, and we lost power the night before, okay? You know, and all the schools were on a two-and-a-half, three-hour delay because we were in a state of an emergency because of bad weather. But we got to bring Joseph Gibson in, and we got to rip him apart, okay? And we got to deal because that's what was so important. What I did in 1991, what I did in 1992, what I did in 1993, that's so important. You know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, of course, they got their final digs in today. Now, today, now I'm a racist. Today I'm a racist and a neo-Nazi. Yep. So let's play, well, I'm going to play the clip here, from, uh, and I'm going to comment on it. And, uh, and, just, and hopefully we can put this behind us and start handling the issues at hand and doing what we're supposed to be doing. You know, they've taken away. This is, this is, I mean, it's just nonsense, total nonsense. But we're going to play this here, and uh, I might, might pause it. It's about three minutes and 32 seconds long. And uh, this is what you listen to. It's just, it's just ridiculous, you know, the comments that are made and what's at stake. David, tell us about Joseph Gibson III and the challenge against him. Gibson is a conservative activist. He was opened on seat his local Rockingham County Republican state representative, Reese Pirtle. Uh, Gibson moved to North Carolina from Connecticut, and there, beginning back in 
Pause, 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 pause. I left Connecticut because my life was in danger. That's why I left Connecticut. In 91, when he was a teenager, he was convicted and served time for a series of felonies, including robbery and gun violations. In North Wrong. Not true. I had no robberies, no gun violations. Not true. Carolina, he's also been charged with more than a dozen misdemeanors. Not true again in North Carolina. I have two misdemeanors convictions, two misdemeanor convictions. Most Americans have misdemeanors on their record anyway. Um, his challenge is that Rockingham County Republican Party Chair Diane Parnell uh, filed a complaint with the County Elections Board to have him removed from the ballot uh, based on that criminal record. And last week, the board voted in favor of the challenger after he did not appear at the hearing, but he appealed to the State Board of Elections, who ordered the redo. So can you paint the scene about what was happening in the Rockingham County Board of Elections? Yeah. Uh, the, the scene at the uh, commissioner's chamber at the Rockingham County Government Center began in a fairly tense way uh, as Gibson did not show up at the agreed-upon uh, start time of 9 o'clock. An election worker eventually called. Uh, he said he would arrive at 9.20, and a quick recess was called. He uh, did arrive at 9.20, and uh, the onus was on him to provide proof as the candidate to show that he had been granted a restoration of voting rights in Connecticut. He did not provide that restoration of citizenship notice, but simply said he had done his time. I, I, there's no process to restore my rights. I, there's no way to prove it. I, I, the stats, the law, in Connecticut and in North Carolina, so I don't know what, how I can prove to anyone that my rights have been restored. It's automatic according to the state law. It became clear pretty soon afterwards that the, uh, the unconditional discharge, the unconditional pardon, or any other kind of clear evidence of uh, rights being restored was not going to be forthcoming. Uh, Connecticut and North Carolina statutes seemed to indicate that once the probation period was served, Gibson's was completed in 2008 in Rockingham. Uh, once that was finished, the rights would be restored. Uh, board members verified that Gibson had, in fact, voted in North Carolina in 2022. Uh, what's at stake here? To, to be honest, politically, not, not much is at stake. He ran in the 2022 primary and got just 20% of the vote, uh, but the situation is complicated. The hearing went on for more than three hours, and it involves a, a, a mix of big issues like civil rights issues, like voting rights, and in the case of Gibson, uh, First Amendment rights issues. Yeah, I mean, there are reports, right, that uh, Gibson is an extremist, uh, reports that he's a white supremacist. And what, what, did, what did you learn there? Yes. The American Anti-Defamation League describes Gibson as a white supremacist and anti-government extremist. The ADL Center found uh, Gibson's extremist ties during last year's primaries after the neo-Nazi National Socialist Movement, the NSM, promoted his candidacy on their Telegram channel. Uh, researchers have also found Gibson's posts of uh, white supremacist content. And according to the ADL, his podcast has been simulcast on the neo-Nazi Socialist Movement's media network. Wow, a lot to unpack here. So what happens next? Well, the vote was three to two to keep him on the ballot, and uh, that will be likely appealed by the challenger in this case. Um, the fact is that the preliminary ballots need to be printed up soon. The deadline was given to have this hearing by the 12th, and so they're in a hurry-up offense on this. We'll just have to wait and see how things play out. David, thank you so much for your reporting and for being here today. Thank you, Emily. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you. We're sticking it up, me. You know, not, you know how, about, how, about, how about telling the truth? 
you know, unbelievable. But that's that's what that's what the media does. I mean, sensationalism. And uh, and 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 where do they get off calling calling me a neo-Nazi? Uh, I mean, if anyone knows, I, I wish Sarge was on here tonight. Sarge was on here. He was on here when they when they called into my podcast, and I had a big argument with him, and I told him they were a bunch of dirtbags. I mean, they were they they they. They were they, they, the guy threatened to kill me. He's one of the NSM members, as a matter of fact. The guy Ron, the guy Ron. Uh, and I may play it at the end here if I can pull it up. You know, uh, I've got I've got it I've got it in one of my recordings here. Yeah, the guy threatens me, and I just tell him flat out. You know, you're, he, I'm not a supporter of them, and I'm not no, and I'm not a racist, and I'm not a white supremacist. I said you're right, I'm not. So what are they talking about? Where do they get off? The ADL, yeah, that's a good source. That's a real good source. What do they get off? What do they achieve by doing something like that? That's how we do it now, right? We got to attack now because we all know that the white male is under attack in this country. We know that. We know that. And I'm an anti-government extremist. What is that supposed to mean? I'm like the founders of this country. I believe in the Constitution. I believe in the Republic. I believe in the restoration of our republic because the true history of this country has been hijacked and we've all been enslaved by the 14th Amendment. Okay? We've been over this a million times on my podcast, so they don't know what they're talking about. They have no clue, but they're listening. I assure you they are listening, and that's fine. Listen. He, I don't know what he was trying to prove by playing my podcast. He said that, that I knew that the hearing took place on the one that I didn't show up for on uh, January 3rd. I knew of it. I knew about it. No. If you go back and listen to my podcast, okay, go back and listen to my podcast, I state very clearly what happened. I was notified there was a challenge to my candidacy and that they would get back to me and let me know when the hearing was. That's what I said. That's exact, those are my exact words on my podcast. So I don't know what he was trying to play. Uh, he probably had my my all you know but my my voice spliced up and edited and do what they do and they played a little trickery. Remember the other night on Lorianne's show, we had some guy call in and uh, say that your show won the uh, what some Jerry Sandusky award or something, the crank call. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's what's going to happen. You know when you they, this is what they try to do, the trolls, and they try to attack you and slander you. That's what's good. That's what it's all about. Well, the Dems claim that uh, Trump is a Russian spy. Yep, you got him. Yep, that's true. That's true. You're asking there. That's right. It's, just, it's, it's look, the media, the, the mainstream media. What what Trump says? You are fake news. You know, I mean, again, why couldn't, why can't we be talking about the issues at hand? Imagine if the mainstream media talked like we talked on these podcast shows and had discussions like we do. Imagine what could be fixed and changed, the inspiration and challenges that could be made to the general public, the change of the mindset, and the, uh, you know, the, 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 what, what can change. Imagine the power of that. Instead of doing what they do, how they brainwash people. You know, yeah, it is. It's disgusting and anti-American. You're absolutely right. You know, and uh, you know, it's just it's bad. But but they may have helped me. I don't know. I the feeling that what I got from the people that were in the hearing, they took a five-minute recess, and three people came up to me and patted me on the back and said, "You did real good," and and said, "What they're doing to you is wrong." And I didn't even know who those people were. I never saw them before. I did not know who they were. It was an elderly woman. 
um, and two other, uh, uh, um, uh, excuse me, a married couple. And then another reporter, I think, asked me for the title of my book, won the title of my book. So, so uh, for the most part. But um, so, is there, are they going to appeal it? I don't know. You know, I'm willing to say right now, put this out there as 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 this right here. Now. She's attacked me that Diane Parnell and this, the lawyer, and, and they've investigated my name, and what they did was wrong. Okay, what's done is done. How about we move on from this now and start working together on fixing the problems in our county? How about that? Wouldn't that be better? Wouldn't that be smart? Wouldn't that be like a, a more constructive thing to do? I think I, I'm willing to do that. Let's just put it all aside, forget about it. I know I forgive them. Look, the law is the law. You know, you're not. I'm, I, I have a right to vote. I have a right to run for office. My rights are given, given granted by God. You know, my Creator. So you know, it's it. Nobody could take away someone's rights. You know, we're born with them. Now, if you transgress against society where you can't be in, with others in society, that's why you know we separate. We go we have jails, and, but our jails and our courts have become revenue factories. They're broken. It's a broken system of corruption. The wealthy have a better chance of winning. You know, it's just it's, we know the system is broken, but we can do better. You know, and that's and that's the whole point. It has to start locally, and it could start with all all of us here. You know, uh, what we've been doing in these podcast shows and trying to analyze the situations that we see. You know, I've seen it. I've seen the change. If you go back and listen to some of the podcast shows that even I've done back from ten, twelve years ago. And listen to the people when they called in the things we were talking about, and then you compare them to the things we're talking about today. You can see that we we're making the difference. People are waking up. We're having different types of conversations. You could just see the change, you know. And, I, and right now we are broken. They may not appeal, appeal it, but you can bet your rear end uh, they will come after you for claiming you're a neo-Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right on that one. But they have. I'm not a neo-Nazi. I'm not a member of anything. I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, so. But anyway, the phone number is six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Anybody wants to call in here tonight and have a conversation? I don't see too many callers on on the uh, board here, so it's, it's been low lately. I don't know what's going on. You know, the the call boards. I don't know what's been going on with with the. Uh, is, are they advertising my show on Blog Talk? Are they? Is, is the post getting through? I mean, I just don't know what's going on here. I mean, usually I would average about 15 calls on my on my on the board. 15. Years ago, I would do 25 to 30, but the board gets so full I couldn't keep track. You know, because so I mean, if you got anything up over 30 calls, it was just impossible to manage because your screen, your uh, studio screen, on calls because people would press one and the board, you know, it would change the structure of the call center that's on there with the numbers. People who were podcasters know exactly what I'm talking about. So, you know, it'd be an impossibility to to uh, run run your board. You know, usually it's probably good to have about 12, 13 callers on the board that you could select from to have a good conversation. Otherwise, then it turns into a shouting match anyway. So that's that's uh, that's, that's how I've always found it. But, okay, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got, I got, yeah, you got the show notification. That's good. That's good. That's good. Glad. Yeah, yeah. Please call in. We're discussion. Open up the platform floor here. You know, we've got people listening here. The swamp is listening. (laughs) 
I just can't believe my podcast show became a uh, topic there at this hearing. I was just, I mean, it's just uh, everywhere. I guess it follows me wherever I go. I mean, I don't. I mean, my podcast show is something that, you know, I mean, I thought my show was doing something good, helping people. You know, I don't think it's anything controversial. I've had all kinds on my show. I've had the Black Panthers on my show. I've had, I and I have had uh, people that are uh, obviously racist or oh, I've had all kinds. You know, I don't control who calls into my show. You know, I I, I don't. I, this show is I give people a platform to to talk and call in. It's an internet radio show. You know, that's just what it's all about. I don't really censor people. I don't shut people down or screen them. I believe in the First Amendment wholeheartedly. I believe it's very important. And uh, I don't think I'm extremist in any type of way whatsoever. Uh, I'd never advocate any type of violence towards anybody. Um, so I, I just don't know where they get this from. But that George Maxwell clip, that's why I played that earlier, because that's they said that that's the clip that um, is uh, racist. Uh, when you call your leaders misleaders, that's a term, I guess, that's racist, according to the ADL. I don't know. Oh, boy. I'm, <clears throat> I still got that cold a little bit, so I'm trying not to go off. But, yeah. I mean, where do they get this stuff, man? I mean, do they got, like, a playbook they go by? I mean, it's insane. Do they have, like, a, a playbook, that, like, a manual that they, like, have to use, and, and they and they read it? And, you know, and that's what they go by to follow the, uh, their own pattern and rules uh, of how they how they judge you and tell you, uh, you know, what – I mean, it's just – I always thought we judged people by the content of their character. And, you know, look, people have made mistakes in their life. There are people that have made mistakes in their life. I mean, all of us have one time or another, and that's just the way it is. Let me take the first caller here. Well, I got two now that popped up. Let me take the first one first. 907, go ahead there. You're on first. Is that me, Joseph? That's you. You got the first one. Then I got 407 after you. Oh, you got the first? I got the first one. Okay. Well, first thing I'm going to do is you're going to have to grow your hair out, man. Yeah, don't look like a No good. Yeah, don't don't look like no skin head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. I thought the same exact thing. Uh-huh. You know? I mean, what do you say you think about that? Now, you've been on here when I stuck up for the Jews. I think, matter of fact, you have. Remember when I got MF and I got into a big argument with somebody about the Jews and everything? Remember? I stuck yeah. up for the Jews yeah. in Israel. Well, so did I was I was in on that. I got I got uh, I got in, got in on that a couple of times. Yeah. With, uh, what's his name? Tay. Yeah, so I mean, well, I mean, what's yeah. the deal here? I mean, how could I be a racist and skinhead and, and neo-Nazi? I mean, come on, man. You know, I've had, I've, I've gotten threats over it. People threatened my life for sticking, my life for sticking up for the Jews. Unreal. Yeah. I can't believe it. Well, you know, it's 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 like this. <laughs> they can make you anything they want you to be. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You know, Let me connect. So- uh, I, I think I think I know who this is, this caller here. So let me let her join in the conversation because she's got a podcast show too. I think this is American Statesman. Is that you, four hundred seven? Yep, that's me. Hello. Well, all right, everybody's here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Well, congratulations on getting past another hurdle, but it's it's terrible. This is uh, so anti-American what they're doing. 
But I mean, it's I know. Uh, we have to. We are truly in the unrestricted wars. We allowed for too long, too many people, too too many legal Americans were complacent, and we allowed these these people to take over. I mean, it was Obama said, "Give me so many millions of people, and I'll and I'll destroy your history. I'll destroy your country." It's all it's all part of a yeah. massive plan. And, you know, pe- people are waking up now. I wish the same people who are waking up now would have woke up about five years ago. <laughs> In a perfect yeah, world, right. ten years ago. But uh, uh, right now people are starting to really truly understand that, yeah, America can be taken down, and we have evil enemies from within <laughs> who are willing to do it. Yeah. And they don't care. They they will do it. I mean, if you were illegal, you'd probably be in good shape. That's only because you're illegal. I know. I mean, the insanity. I know. The insanity of what it's they're insane. doing. It's insane. Have you ever heard of such a thing? I, I never thought yes. of such a thing where I, I wouldn't even be allowed to run for public office, that my name would be scratched off, my rights were suspended. I'd never heard of such a thing. But they don't believe in freedom of speech, which is, of course, the obvious on, on the podcast stuff, or the, you know, the blog talk radio. But uh, it's just uh, the world is, is truly upside down. Uh, we have to follow. I mean, Americans need to be paying attention to what's going on in the rest of the world because there's a lot of people fighting for their rights, and unfortunately, it looks like a lot of Americans are sitting on the sidelines, even though many have woke up and are getting engaged. But, um, I mean, they're taking over the farms, this, uh, which let me give a, a quick update here just because it's so critical okay. to this whole thing. The NAX, uh, that's the natural asset company that the SEC is trying to get approved, they literally take over the the, the air. <laughs> They want to control wow. everything, and it's so insane. And we had a special show. You remember the Zoom meeting, Zoom call you helped yep, us with yep. a couple of weeks back? And um, I sent out an, an update to people. And if, you, if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, there's a, a site you can go to. You really should check out. It's the um, American Stewards uh, for Liberty. It's an excellent site. They, you can see all the information. But, I mean, because this is such a massive, massive takeover, and anybody, anybody in the world, any, any, uh, the CCP, whoever, could buy, a, get into this natural asset company thing, and literally take control of all public lands, the assets, the resources on them. They can shut down the farms. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable how much this can do. Not to mention, you will have no property rights. And the what I sent out uh, yesterday, I sent out an update about it. Um, the excellent news. 25 state AGs have actually put a letter together, and they're opposing it. They're saying this is unconstitutional. It's beyond what the SEC is supposed to do and this type of thing. So we are making a difference, but it's because so many people uh, jumped on the bandwagon and started shouting and jumping up and down, and people have to keep doing that. But they have to do that about a lot of things, not just that, but a lot of things. Yeah. So just, um, you know, I, I know I sent that information to you, so if you can share it with your um, team as well and everything else. So make sure everybody understands. Yeah. Everybody really needs to keep pounding on this door because they were going to try to pass this on January 2nd when nobody was looking. That's how sleazy and evil these people are. January 2nd, wow. when most people are just getting back to work after the holidays and it, it's all yeah, I know. Yeah. It's unrestricted war. Unrestricted war. They will do anything and people want, there's many people who are trying to take down this country and for Americans who still are so naive to think we can't lose our country, I mean, please wake up and get your head out of wherever it is um, and take action because it's, it's serious. And this, what's happening with you in this election is just another example of it. Yeah. We're going to take down anybody yeah. who's, you know, 
the globalists, uh, you know, next week it's the World Economic Forum, I think. People need to understand these are people who want you to own nothing and tell you that you'll be happy. Uh, why do they want to take everything away from us? Why do they want to destroy America? It's all evil. I mean, it's evilness. But we have so many people embedded in uh, this government that is um, on the take from the CCP and for other evildoers, other evil actors. And, yeah. uh, you know, the, the stupid party. I've got Colorado here, too. Party. I see you, Colorado. Anyway, the main thing, real, real quick, is the Republican Party was doing this to you as well. That's the other party. you got to realize you've got to get beyond these parties, too. Anyway, I'll hold on to you. Yeah, you're right. no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And if, when I'm elected, I think I will be elected. I just want to let you know. And when I am, I'm not going to forget about everybody, you know, on these podcast shows. And, you know, we need to stay stay in touch with on the issues huh. and, and continue the battle, continue the fight, you know, restoring our republic. You know, and that's the main thing. I have a feeling I'm going to win. I'll tell you right now, if I win this primary, uh, there's, that's it. The general election is open because there's no challengers after that. No Democrats are challenging nobody. So this is a pretty much a, a Republican uh, district. So uh, you will, I, you I, I will, can't. You will have it. Yeah, will yeah, have I probably will. You're right. Yeah. Let me connect uh, Colorado here, Allen, Mr. Allen. How you doing, Mr. Allen? I am doing well. I was sitting there with the mute, so I wouldn't uh, interfere there. But I, I, I do want to pull something to your attention, and it may be something that you might want to consider. Um, the phrase, uh, well, uh, threat to our democracy. I always wonder what democracy they're living in, North Korea? Because we don't have a democracy here. We do have a republic. Now, with you saying that we need to restore the republic, the republic hasn't gone anywhere. People are just not informed. There's laws that will actually put them in jail, and the people that are informed of that are the people breaking the laws. So yeah. what we need yeah. to do is is force a transparency of much of this, especially at the uh, city and county level. Um, and that leaves if the governor wants to sit there and say that every fifth person has to be shot in the in the state. Well, he's just going to be ignored. Because it won't get yeah. past the county and city. So if we it, it inform, educate, and uh, express that we haven't lost our republic and we expect them in, up, in order to uphold the law and argue on that basis, we're going to win this. We are going to win it. But the, the question well, is sure how many so. people believe I – mean, you are what you think you are. How many people believe you're in a democracy? You'd be surprised. It's actually the mass right now. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, the right the right frame of mind, getting the the frame of minds of the people back to the right way of thinking is very important. You know, that paradigm shift. You know, getting people to stop thinking that these people have so much control over us, and that they, you know, we are this in control new wave, of the people. This new wave started with a bunch of um, alphabet, LBGQ, so whatever. Uh, this new wave of idiocy is actually was ended in the 70s, okay? People that were gay, the, the laws that were um, enacted prior to that uh, for, for whatever crime that could be, um, assisted masturbation was accepted, whether, whether you placed well. ruled or not. The difference was um, if you handed pornographic material or objects to a child, you would go to jail. Meanwhile, in Chicago, yep. at a private school, 
they passed out dildos and butt plugs to a bunch of 11 and 12. Get out of here. Are you serious? I'm not joking. Oh, that my was Lord. on major news, and nobody got prosecuted for it. It was during a drag wow. queen event that they were having. And they thought wow. themselves so, so proud that they were doing that. So uh, the problem isn't the fact that uh, we don't know that these laws exist. The problem is we're trying to sit there and be able to say, well, that one's okay and this one's not. And as soon as we do that, none of these laws have any effect. And that's what we've got. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely correct. So how's I your mean, I, the co- Well, well, you missed the beginning of the show probably. You had I played a vet- my little yeah, clip well, there the fa- hearing. I did. But you had, you had a victory today. Well, it was yesterday, actually. Yeah, I played it, I played it already okay. for the Board of Elections. The thing is, that's what we were really talking about, is, is they were trying to have me removed from the ballot, you know, that, I, that my rights have been terminated or, or I have never restored my rights. You know, but have you ever heard of such a thing? My, your rights? You yes, don't have any I rights have, anymore? And, <laughs> and I, I did some other research after hearing about this. It's called, um, well, heck, I, I just had a quo wento which translates into by what authority, and they don't have any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by statute, though, they did away with the Corwento in North Carolina, so you're not allowed to do that. You have to use a mandamus. Well, uh, Corwento, it depends on how you the, – the, they cannot bar the use of a title. They can only bar the use of the rules to the title. So when you use a mandamus okay. – now, a mandamus also uh, replaced the habeas corpus for the same reason, because it's already mandated within the law. So, therefore, you're not asking for a decision. You're asking for them to just simply exercise the law. Well, let me ask you this question then, right, or everybody out there who's on the phone here tonight with me. You know, what do you think? What's next for me here? Like the lady said, what's next? What, uh, basically, that's what she said. Like, how are we going to get this guy? You know, I mean, you heard her. What's next? I mean, what do you guys think? What are they going to do to me next? You know, Nothing. I mean, what, what, what? Except what they already have done, and they'll repeat step one and step two until they're blue in the face and in jail. That's what they do. That's the yeah. only thing that they have. As soon as they pull out these defenses like this, it exposes everyone that's corrupt behind them. They've just exposed all of their support and, 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 and the authorities that they have excerpted in order to abuse and, um, and, and the support that goes with it. What they, when they falsely win in court, which many times we've seen, especially in the Colorado court, without any due process, the judge declares him guilty. So therefore, now we can say he did do an insurrection, just from a declaration of guilt. No trial, no nothing. It was just yeah. a declaration, the same thing they did in uh, New York concerning his finances. They declared his finances to be false. They never sat there and actually balanced it and realized the fact that some of the properties he actually undervalued. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, 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 you know, then you take, yeah, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you, what was the, what's the big thing I was going to ask Sally, too? What's the big issues they're tackling in Florida? Or well, since I got you right now, what, what's, what's going on in, uh, in uh, Colorado there? I mean, what's the big issue? Well, Colorado, Colorado is actually um, dumbed down. The Republican Party uh, is kind of uh, sitting on uh, financial issues, okay? Mm-hmm. And the Democrat Party um, actually opened their mouth so wide 
they have no idea what may have flown in and out of it. So um, <laughs> right now it's kind of a silent waiting for the Supreme Court kind of a thing. Now, what's going on in Florida, as I understand the government... Well, I got Sally down in Florida. I was going to ask her. Yeah, she's down in Florida, so I was going to ask her. Well, I I, I understand that the government has been taken over in Miami by aliens. 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 Now, what? what, Well, here we go. What do you mean by that? Have you heard that, Sally? What's going on? Aliens? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'd have to double-check that one, but uh, there's, there's craziness going all over it, but in Miami has been in... Has been in bad well, shape for a while. Well, they had a police escort. But, they had a police escort for three aliens who were walking down Biscayne Boulevard. But I mean, no, no matter news. where you are in this country, if you're one of these illegals that have come in, you're pretty much allowed to do anything, and you can whatever. It's it's, it's and, and it doesn't matter what planet you came yeah. from. <laughs> Illegal aliens is the official <laughs> official name of those who enter the country. You know, that's um, one of the weirdest things. We've all probably seen Men in Black, which is basically, you know, the immigration agency for aliens from outer space. But to actually try to enforce that or create such a thing, can you imagine the logistics it would take? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you well, know, I, now, and I know some of the something you, that go ahead, something I do know, something I do know from military references, um, Miami, uh, Long uh, Collins Avenue, not Biscayne, they run parallel to each other, uh, with the mm-hmm. bay in between, and um, uh, on Collins Avenue, underneath the Omni International Hotel, there's an entrance, two entranceways, one big enough for a semi truck, and the other one for foot traffic. But um, it's to an underground down. Well, what's the latest on Maui? I know you've been studying that. What's the latest on Maui? Well, the fact is we do have all the evidence. The problem is they want to sit there and say, oh, well, the toxicity is this, and it'll sit there and be, you know, perfectly uh, uh, blocked by that, and it's not true. Uh, in addition to that, the EP, or excuse me, uh, FEMA has even come along and released funds for them to be removing all of that rubbish off of the island, okay? okay. And um, there's no mention of it in the city or, or the handling of it. As a matter of fact, they turned away from the FEMA financing in order to get rid of the poison off the island. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter if they were hauling it all the way to the South Pole. FEMA was going to pay for it. They could have chosen anywhere. But instead, they're putting it right in the drain for the land, to the largest coral reef they have in Hawaii in order to drain off okay. into that coral reef and kill all the um, wildlife. And um, common sense, everything would tell you, just like common sense would tell you that it was a do attack by Chinese satellite. Metal so you're catching this, other things on fire. I don't think. Okay. I know. I have enough actual all physical right. evidence, uh, whether it be photographic or otherwise, the bottom of um, the fence post was melted. Why? The antenna, it acted as an antenna, and where it entered the ground and dispersed, it melted the metal and melted the bottom of the fence post off, and it's just hanging there on the fence. Yes, that's a, that is a high-energy weapon. I was trained with them in the 80s. I was a 63 Tango, all-vehicle mechanic. I am qualified for nuclear, biological, chemical, warfare, deployment, and cleanup. And recovery. So um, 
yeah, when, when they tell me that thermite can't cut metal, I'm sorry, we were using that in warfare in the 80s. At least we knew about it. We had defenses and was taught how to make them. And, then, uh, and so was the Navy SEALs. How can, how can 9-11 continue to go on with that lie when we have so many people that have direct experience that know absolutely it was a lie? How can we continue on and expect any transparency when these qualified individuals that nearly passed basic training, meaning all of our military passed veterans, know 9-11 is a false flag, but nothing was done. Nothing could be done. So what do you think happened that's, in 9-11? Well, real quick, real quick. Hang um, on, Alan. Hang actually, on. Before, before, that, I forget, before you answer video. that, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Before you answer that, I'm looking at the video here from your Miami uh, thing here, and I can't see nothing in the video. All I see is an object walking and a there spread is, circle Yeah, that's it. the most popular one. That's the only one that they showed on, on mainstream media. There's a secondary one where it is taken at ground level near that same location. Now, whether it's, it was just before they hit it with all the spotlights, only runs about four seconds, and it shows the reverse knees. And if it did choose in order to stand on just two legs, then it would have been 10 foot tall. But it was walking the same way a spider would walk, minus two legs. Okay. It doesn't look like with anything reverse. to me. It looks like it looks like it's like it may look like somebody riding a horse. The, to be honest knees, with you, the knees. No, you have to find the right video. Okay, well, there's three I mean, or four videos that are very short, and uh, it is a controlled leak. I'm pretty sure of that being so short. Otherwise, it'd be you know at least you know 30 or 40 seconds long. No, everything that we've got is less than five seconds. Whoops. Hang on, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, they got a lot of police there. Yeah, what they're it's not telling you. Yeah, what they're not telling you is there was a sighting in the sky an hour and a half before this happened. Mm-hmm. An orange orb in the area, off the coast and over the over the land. Uh, shortly afterwards, there was multiple sightings of that, and then all of a sudden these guys show up there. They got lost. I don't know. You know, with all the, te- uh, the technology out there, I don't know. I think it could be the, heck, no, could be the CCP. Be, they were probably supposed to be visiting the pyramids off Gibney, okay? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, you as, know, as a researcher, mean, no, listen. Here's the problem. It wasn't <laughs> three or four kids that were arrested for rioting and causing an, an annoyance with bottle rockets and firecrackers. No, that was not. That's the cover story. Okay, and their response, um, I think, yeah. is called a blitz. Okay, so you don't do a blitz for a couple of kids with fire dorks. Even if it's kids with guns, if there's only three of them, you wind up having about 10 or 15 cars. Okay, but not 150 in everything you got. Okay, so well. they blitz this, and there is footage in order to show that there's something unusual. Now, whether it's alien to this planet, I don't know. Okay, so yeah. we've had underground dumps since the 50s, okay? Um, we've had the propulsion technique since the 30s, and it was suppressed until the Vril Society came along, and the Vril Society wasn't just in Germany. Now, according to record, they were created, and they went to the German uh, uh, government for financing 
on the anti-gravity. But the fact is, the Vril had been ex- existing long before that. In 1934, the Vril had copyrighted the specialized fuel that they used in the Foo Fighter, meaning that they had to have had a prototype a year before that, a year of testing to copyright a fuel that was a very special blend of, of chemicals in order to be able to run in this craft. So that meant they had to have a year worth of testing on an actual. So this is all there. It's actually in the documents. It did leave a footprint in the invention of this, of this technology. After the war, it was classified. The fact that we'd already been to the moon by the Germans was classified. The fact that they had plasma propulsion was classified. The fact that it was referred to as dark sun technology, which actually can be found in ancient writings in the description of exactly what they were doing in ancient writings, is classified. Okay, so what they did in 1944 was classify this, but they're not telling you that in 1938, at the same time that they went to the Germans, the Grill went to the American government. We had two different builds and two different methods. The reason why there was two different methods, and one was deadly, poison. You couldn't see 25, 50 feet from it, okay? But from Germany, you could put a pilot in it, okay? <laughs> and the one that we built in America, you couldn't put a pilot in it, okay? The all one right, that we built was today? Roswell. How does all this right, affect we got all this technology. Today? Well, today we already yeah, have, we can't call we already have clean, free energy. Clean, free energy. There's eight companies that have applied and received patents for perpetual energy. And we can use these methods, which are safe. They, they don't even exceed 800 degrees Fahrenheit or 1,200, enough in order to melt anything. These things are genuine green energy things. And we could be using them right now. As a matter of fact, we could have been using them since 1948. We've had perfected technology in this line. And um, it, it's just simply never been deployed. It's never been made public. Um, Why is everything kept things, from us then? Why is all this kept from because us? Because of money. Because, because it's a source of control and taxation. You can control an environment by taxing it. You can control an environment by requiring insurance that you're not paying the government. You're paying that to a third-party private insurance company. So the government orders you in order to exercise a right by paying a private insurance company for your right to travel. Well, some of that makes sense. Some of it doesn't. We've adopted some things that make sense, even though there's not a possibility of a law being written in order to support it because it's called parallel construction, okay? Something we can get into. It's a whole show by itself. But that's where your straw man and your national status comes from. But um, all right. it's called so parallel let, construction. Let, let, and, all right. Go ahead. Every, right, I'm, well, I'm, no, go I, ahead. I'm I want you to get into that birth anyway. certificate thing. Yeah, go into the birth certificate field. If everybody realized that their birth certificate was a bond and a piece of paper and they wanted to cash it in, where would you be? It, what it would happen? Is, but how? It, it is, but how? Basically, uh, countries for their gross process, product and stuff like that is how many assets they have. Well, how big your population is as an asset. So, therefore, you can guess that a certain person will earn a certain amount of time and money 
okay, during their lifetime, and they take out a reverse life insurance policy, okay? Then so why they can start borrow wars? against that insurance. Why start wars then to kill all the assets? Because you're not. You're just simply collecting on your insurance policy. Wait a second here. You just said we're all assets because we how much money we make. You know, we're, we're, we're bought the day we were born. Well, then why kill everybody off with weapons and everything and disease? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're expected to make X amount of money during your time. But in the same time, you are also what money that you would make and the value you would have over time. You're still using up assets in order to provide yourself, right? Yeah. Well, so what, yeah. Happens, what happens to an insurance company when you get in a car accident? Uh, we file a claim. They, re- they pay off file on the insurance, and you get what? A new car. So they kill off their their assets, and they go out and they get the new babies in return. And they have more babies that they can control and actually further tax. Uh, things like how much gas is a gallon is, is a social design uh, control. You raise it too much, you're not going to go see Aunt Martha this weekend that's only 100 miles away. And it's going to change the dynamics of how people re- respond to each other. It's going to isolate them, make them more hostile. How okay. do we fix all this? this is all, how do we fix all this? Well, it, unfortunately, it's, it's been that way since the beginning of time. That, that was the use in, of the serfs. It was the use of the slaves and the... Uh, uh, in the Bible, and when you were done with it, you just killed them. You, you have, look at all the value they just made, and, and it's not your value until you kill them. And, and that's and that's the financial gain of war in that aspect. You Any thoughts on this, Sally, or, or anybody here that's on the line here, or are we just listening? <laughs> anybody waiting I this to somebody. It's new ground to me, so yes, please, somebody talk. <laughs> well, I didn't want to didn't want to interrupt. I'm I'm one of those I hate for everybody to talk over each other because you can't hear anything. But I I, I mean war is you gotta if you go back to the most basic. Unfortunately, the human creature has a lot of greed and evilness in it. Unfortunately, it's uh, and they're why just like the craziness we have going on today. There's always those who want to destroy what we have, and and the war is always in for profit. And the, uh, the COVID stuff, uh, they're killing off the older people. I, it, it's all killing off people, depopulation. I mean, here you got Bill Gates out there. Does Bill Gates really, truly have nothing better to do with his time than worry about um, killing off the cattle and making us eat crickets and then trying to depopulate the planet and everything else? I mean, there, there's there's definitely an evil element to the human nature. And the war is all part of it. They, we, You know, you think about it so many times. We uh, we act like we care so much about human uh, our fellow human beings and humanities crimes against humanity and whatever else and look at everything we do to each other it's it's sick it's really sick and, and why do people do it why why what was the big deal why were these people adamant about taking Trump down which of course they still are because he did not want the globalization he does not want the one world order and there's enough people out there who are willing to do whatever it takes unrestricted war. To take him down because they want to have everything. It's just it's, there's the evil element of people. Uh, it's beyond me to totally figure out why people, how people can be so evil. Everything talk about Hamas and what's going on in Israel and all that. The, what what makes people so evil? I I just I truly can't explain it all. I could never be that evil. Yeah. 
But there's a World Economic Forum. What do you think they're going to be talking about? Here they're going to occupy the the, the peasants uh, with video games and drugs. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just sick. It's uh, and war has just been an, uh, uh, a means to the same thing over the years. It's uh, uh, the economic the economic benefit. Can I mean? Here, here's, we say we don't believe in war, but gosh, it sure does have a lot of economic benefit to it, doesn't doesn't it? Let's see. Do you think Senator Graham's made any money from uh, the military, uh, defense industry, and why he seems to always jump and seem to jump for joy when there's a war coming up? I, it's, it's all pretty sick. It's all pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of my take on it. I mean, it's one thing right now. If you were to say if we needed to be doing something, I want to know when are Americans going to have the right to defend their homeland? Right now, we're sitting here while it's while it's being taken over from us while we sit and watch. When do we have a right to do that? Which, by the way, I think I did post it out there. Uh, Colony Ridge. Uh, you're going to be hearing more and more about Colony Ridge if anybody hasn't heard it now. This is down around the Houston area in Texas. Yeah, what's Literally, that about? The, the developer, uh, they have bought up all this land, and they all the illegals. It's an illegal community. It's totally owned and operated a illegal community. If you're legal, you're not going to be able to live there. But they're and they're going to it's the same truly the same evilness. They're going to put these illegals in there, and, and many of them are already there. And they know that they won't be able to really survive the place, and at some point they'll lose the place. So it, it, it's all evil, truly nothing but evilness. But there is this is uh, the third world, third world nation. We're becoming a third world nation because we're allowing all these people who will not be able to contribute to this economy. We're not, we're not going to have enough jobs. We're going to not have enough need for it. For all these people, so what's all going to happen with all these millions of people coming in here, and what's going to happen to the true Americans while they kill us off and while they do this? Very, very evil. It's just absolutely sick. But you definitely have to go out there and check into what's going on with these um, um, Colony Ridge. You're going to be hearing more. And this isn't the only one. And if, if you go out there and do a search and get some of the videos, you'll see this land where they've totally cleared this land. You'll see these old ratty mobile homes and buildings all along where they're letting these people live. And then you're going to, they'll show this is going on in another place. This is going on all across this country. We, the people, have literally stood here and watched our country be taken over in front of us. And we're just, we're just watching. We're just sitting here watching. Wow. Just, it's absolutely you're sick. right. Six, six, wow, six. I'm reading yeah. stuff up on it right now. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. Glenn Beck is doing yeah. a, a documentary on it. I he he I guess he had had something on it a while back or was talking about it. Then I had seen some other stuff on it, and I believe it's going to be next week. He's going to have the first um, segment of it. He's going to have several shows documenting exactly what's happening here, and how and how how they're just they're taking over this country. It's like the Americans aren't even here anymore. The Americans are just a bunch of bobbleheads standing here watching, and so yeah, many forty-two so thousand lots. Yeah, yeah. All illegal. It's all hell them. It's it's sick. I I, I don't yeah. know. Do we do we truly have a prayer? And what are we going to do to get this evil element out of this country? And I'll tell you, forget the political parties when you're talking about this evilness because you got it on both sides. Is one side more evil than the other? I don't know. But for the most part, the um, evilness the communists have ran for office as pretend Republicans, rhinos, and they've taken over most of the Republican Party too. So. And the yeah. uh, one other thing I'll, I'll put out there real quick, and then I'll be quiet for a few minutes. The um, uh, the show we had on Monday. If you, had, if you didn't get a chance to listen to American Statesman on Monday, please do. 
going into the nitty-gritty of the Constitution and our elections and these electors. And there's something seriously, seriously wrong when almost half of the voters, and maybe over half if you include all the third-party groups, um, do not affiliate themselves with Democrats or the Republicans. We're sick of them. I, myself, what George Washington, President Washington said was so true. And we're sick of these two parties, uh, primarily these parties in general. And we truly, truly have no say in the president. If you are a no-party affiliate out there, or even one of these other smaller third parties, just understand you really don't elect a president. You're not part of the process. You've got this other evil element, and I'm calling it evil because the political parties are evil, and they're also private entities. My tax dollars are going to support them to elect a president when I have no say in it. This is really what's happening. Americans really need to wake up and smell the whatever. And uh, if, you're, if you want to have a country, you better start doing something because we're going to lose it here. This year is, uh, as I have said to me, it's judgment year, and November is going to be judgment day. Um, and judgment day may come sooner if they try to totally dethrone um, Trump out of there and try and take him off the ballot every place. I think I've heard a few more of those got dismissed now. It's, it's all very insane, and uh, try to explain why the people would want to do this. I, I can't explain the um, evil actions of people. I really can't. It's pretty disgusting. But we better start watching out. The only reason, my opinion, my opinion, the only reason we are still standing at all in any shape or form is because of that Second Amendment. And that stupid conven- Article 5 Convention of States are trying to get out there. You get that? We will have no Constitution. We will have no Second Amendment. But people really need to wake up and smell the stuff. And I'll, I'll stop there and let somebody else chime in. Wow, I'm, I'm on this website for that this uh, that, that you're talking about right there, and it's in Spanish, and they're showing the plans of what. I mean, this is insane. This is insane. Yes. I mean, crazy. Is it all Spanish? It's real. This, yeah. is, this is wow. really, really happening. You know, people, you just you try to wake up people and say, here, let me take your face and stuff it in here, and maybe you'll believe it, because this yeah. is what is happening right here. The highway signs are in Spanish. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It is. Oh, my Lord, it's showing all the buildings and everything, the schools, the houses, uh, the, gas, the gas station, uh, 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 the family dollar the, right here. Oh, wow. And they and they and they want me to they're sending advertisements right now to me. They want me to contact uh, a sales rep so I can get <laughs> land there, so they can help me out getting land there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're illegal, you're there. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Buy People your land. Really... Stop paying rent and acquire your land. Access to water, electricity, drainage, and high-speed internet services. Easy financing. Direct financing. Low down payment and comfortable payments. Everyone qualifies. No credit check. How about that one? You hear that? Everyone qualifies. <laughs> no credit check. Huh? <laughs> so what do you really think is going to happen there? Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Bring your mobile home or build your own home and enjoy a same-day barbecue. Come meet us. Contact us. Ready to move? Wow. They just, well, this is insane. This is insane. And this is Texas. This is Texas. Yeah. Where's Gunslinger at? Of all places, you would think Texas would be one of the last, but it's been taken over. Oh, my Lord. It really is. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I won my election board hearing. Yes, I did, Jen. I, I, X there, seven three three, or in the chat room there. I won. I started off the show actually with that. I played the clip there of the uh, when, but they kind of trashed me there in the media. So <clears throat> I'll put the link in the chat room, I guess. Uh, but uh, to that, but yeah, man, that's that's insane. I can't believe that. <clears throat> I thought that was a plan yep. for the future. No. <laughs> nope. No. Reality going on now today. So how country. long has that, that that motion already? How long has that been in motion? That's must. I mean, they just said they didn't do this overnight. Uh, it's it's been years. I'm not sure if it's five to ten years, but it's been years. It's it's been out outrageous. It's been out there for a long time. Wow. It's wow. Been out there. All right. So let me let me let me ask this question. Okay. Texas just passed their law. It says their local law enforcement and uh, uh, state law enforcement can arrest and deport illegal aliens. So, does that mean if we get them all to move in there, we can arrest them all and deport them? Yeah, how would that work? Or is that a sanctuary town? Well, of course, uh, Biden and company are already tr- uh, t- taking the law, legal action, trying to block them from doing that. But yeah, they have the right. The states have the right to protect the sovereignty of their of their people. And people people don't understand the sovereignty of a nation and the sovereignty of a state. We're not supposed to be all under the federal government. The, the states are the states have rights. But the, the other part, and I put it out there too already. I put the links to it. Understanding this global compact that's out there. This is through the United Nations, a global compact for migration around the world, calling it refugees. And I sent this out just recently as well, as well as putting it in here in the chat. And it's unconstitutional. That's why I sent it to Senator Rubio. They all talk about immigration and Mayorkas, but yet they don't do anything to stop the illegal actions. And this was back in December of 21 when uh, Biden goes out there and signs us on to this the International Global Compact to allow people to move freely about as a, it's part of a refugee program. Haven't you noticed that uh, they always call them refugees? They don't call them yeah. aliens or anything. So, no, no, or no, even no, migrants. A little more and more they're calling them refugees. This is part What's of that? our around-the-world tour. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't hear that. Say that again, Alan. I, I said this is part of the around the world tour. It's a luxury cruise, don't you know that? <laughs> yes, yeah. And but for some crazy reason, they're all wanting to come here, though. <laughs> I, I haven't seen any of them going to the other countries. If you like the system or not, you can stop in every country and vote. <laughs> Where's their yeah. police department? Who is their police department? Do they have a police department, fire department, and hospital, their own hospital, too? No, uh, you're going to have to wait until the next bus load comes in. The Mexican cartel wipes them out. I mean, they got schools. We they, have they give you a tour. They actually give you a tour. We should have a police department by the week and a half. So how about this town here? How far over the border is this town? Or is this right on the border? Well, well, the no, color, uh, Colony Ridge, I thought, was closer to Houston. So that's a little – I have to look at the map. Yeah. That's about yeah, uh, that would, uh, 600, 600 or 700 miles inland, I believe. Wow. Look at the highway. Holy mackerel. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, this is insane. 
I mean, this is insane. Wow. I'm surprised no one has reported on this. I mean, look at the layout of the tall town. I mean, this is insane. It looks like a nice little town, don't it? But it's probably, uh, I can only imagine, though, which, what, I mean, I don't know. This it's just Something just don't seem right here. This doesn't look like America. I don't know. <laughs> well, and you, you, you I, definitely I got to um, uh, check out the Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck site. I think he's probably got some more. But he, he first heard about this a, a couple of years ago or a year or two ago when he first heard anything about this, and he started uh, working on it. And I say it, it was sometime last year when he first did a story on it, and then they've been working on the documentary. So I know they put a lot of work into it. So what they're going to be showing probably in the next couple of weeks is, is going to really be Who telling. bought this land? It says, we have acquired a large amount of land in Houston on our latest project and are excited to offer it for sale at competitive prices. Who bought this land? Well, if you get, there's actually a, a group out there, ColonyRidge.com, Colony Ridge Land LLC. So, but it's major developers. May, uh, and it would be nice to go see the actual owners of it, um, who's, who were the ones who actually took ownership of this massive land. I wouldn't be surprised if, it, if that was China or some other foreign entity, because we, we've been yeah, uh, right. ever since George H. W. Bush and his 12803. In Texas, you can find out by going to the investors in North Dakota and inquiring about the same kind of land grab they did up there, trying to create a whole bunch of trailer parks. And it sounds like the same um, basic scheme. Wow. Wow. I mean, okay, see, uh, com, the real story of Colony Ridge, that, I'm sure that's going to have some good info on it. Yeah. And, and the wow. EPA confirms. I think that's the one I put out there. there all is, government I mean, control. Most people just never heard based. of it. What's that? Yeah, it's all community. It's all community. There's no individualism. I can see everyone's got to play. All the kids got to play on a community center. You know, there's no individual. You know, there's no, there's no like, you know, entrepreneurship, no self-service. Everything's a big company, like Family Dollar, Pizza Hut. You know, there's no, there's no individual, but like, there's no, uh, you know, uh, Steve's Restaurant or, or Uncle Ben's uh, Grocery. You know, it's all big corporate, corporate names. Well, it is kind of interesting. If you think about the word common, community, yep. common core. I got 314 wants to jump in here, too. And common. Communism. Yeah, communism. Go ahead, 314. What do you say, Joe? How you doing? Just Bianchi, Louisiana, Virginia yep. State, Article 5, volunteer, just in case. I hear you. <laughs> but the look, they canceled our meeting the other I, night. Yeah, look, I called <laughs> that number. I called those numbers to uh, that you gave to Sarge, and they don't work. Yep. Really? And, well, uh, I won. I won my hearing. Well, that's good. And the emails didn't work either, so I just want to let you know I followed up on it, but when they were doing okay, that's interesting. We talk to anybody. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I won my hearing, though. So I got the link in the chat room. The link is inside the chat. Well, that's good. Now all you got to do is win the election. You got that right, brother. All you got to do is win the election now. Win the primary. All right. I but they got election. everything. Huh? Yeah, I continue to listen. They got me labeled as every a racist. Uh, now they got, now they're calling me a racist. Now that I'm just not a convicted felon, I'm a neo-Nazi. <laughs> it's 
It's insane. You should hear the interview that these guys, people do about me. It's insane. It's insane. Like they're trying to, trying to rip me apart every which way they can. But I'm no threat to them, you know. I mean, so if I'm no threat, then why are you trying so damn hard to get me off the ballot, you know? I don't know. And that colony ridge, those are Americans that's behind that uh, that development. What do you think about that? I was, well, I think it's deplorable. Yeah, thank you. You know, it's, what you think about is one thing, what you do about it. I don't know what you can do about it. But uh, I don't know what you they're taking over yeah. The yeah, they're taking over about two or three school districts, and they got plans for more of those around the country. Yeah, to teach one thing, fake history. You know, I mean, we're we're in trouble, folks. We're in trouble. I mean, this is no joke. I mean, they're they're listening to this podcast show right now. This podcast show, they they brought this podcast show up in a, in the commissioner's hearing. To talk about my podcast show. I mean, come on. They did. They did. Oh, yeah, Sarge was on there. They had a recording of me and Sarge talking with each other. He played about two, three minutes of it, and, and, and but he must have started at the wrong spot where he wanted, and, then he, and I objected to it after that. I said, do we got to continue to listen to this? I mean, are we going to listen to the whole three-hour podcast? You know, and then they, they shut it down. But, uh, yeah, so crazy. I see him with the badge of honor. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone knows I'm not a neo-Nazi. I mean, that's why I wish Sarge was on here right now. It's because Sarge was on the call when the guy called in from one of those groups, actually, uh, the NSM. And he was threatening me and arguing with me and, you know, and telling me I'm not a uh, – uh, he goes, why don't you are, – are you a white supremacist? No, I'm not a white supremacist. You know, and they, I mean, it was, it, Sarge was on that call. So I got I still got it. I recorded it just in case it ever came back up. But it's just it's just they try everything to rip you apart. They try everything. I mean, to destroy you. I mean, let's let's listen to this, Pianchi. I'm going to play it. Let me play this recording then. I'm going to play three minutes long. Let me play the hearing. This is what they did during the hearing. Because we had a bunch of new people on the line. So Alan wants to hear it probably. So let me play it for everybody again. And uh, this, this was the hearing. David, tell us about Joseph Gibson III and the challenge against him. Gibson is a conservative activist. He was hoping to unseat his local Rockingham County Republican state representative, Reese Pirtle. Uh, Gibson moved to North Carolina from Connecticut, and there, beginning back in uh, 91, when he uh, was a teenager, he was convicted and served time for a series of uh, felonies, including robbery and gun violations. In North Carolina, he's also been charged with more than a dozen misdemeanors. Um, his challenge is that Rockingham County Republican Party chair, Diane Parnell, uh, filed a complaint with the county elections board to have him removed from the ballot uh, based on that criminal record. And last week, the board voted in favor of the challenger after he did not appear at the hearing, but he appealed to the state board of elections, who ordered the redo. So can you paint the scene about what was happening in the Rockingham County Board of Elections? Yeah. Uh, the, the scene at the uh, commissioner's chamber at the Rockingham County Government Center began in a fairly tense way uh, as Gibson did not show up at the agreed-upon uh, start time of 9 o'clock. An election worker eventually called. Uh, he said he would arrive at 9.20, and a quick recess was called. He uh, did arrive at 9.20, and uh, the onus was on him to provide proof as the candidate to show that he had been granted a restoration of voting rights in Connecticut. He did not provide that restoration of citizenship notice, but simply said he had done his time. 
I, I, there's no process to restore my rights. I, there's no way to prove it. I, I, the statute's the law in Connecticut and in North Carolina, so I don't know what, how I can prove to anyone that my rights have been restored. It's automatic according to the state law. It became clear pretty soon afterwards that the, uh, the unconditional discharge, the unconditional pardon, or any other kind of clear evidence of uh, rights being restored was not going to be forthcoming. Uh, Connecticut and North Carolina statutes seem to indicate that once the probation period was served, Gibson's was completed in 2008 in Rockingham. Uh, once that was finished, the rights would be restored. Uh, board members verified that Gibson had, in fact, voted in North Carolina in 2022. Uh, what's at stake here? To, to be honest, politically, not, not much is at stake. He ran in the 2022 primary and got just 20% of the vote, uh, but the situation is complicated. The hearing went on for more than three hours, and it involves a, a, a mix of big issues like civil rights issues, like voting rights, and in the case of Gibson, uh, First Amendment rights issues. Yeah, I mean, there are reports, right, that uh, Gibson is an extremist, uh, reports that he's a white supremacist. And what, what, did, what did you learn there? Yes. The American Anti-Defamation League describes Gibson as a white supremacist and anti-government extremist. The ADL Center found uh, Gibson's extremist ties during last year's primaries after the neo-Nazi National Socialist Movement, the NSM, promoted his candidacy on their Telegram channel. Uh, researchers have also found Gibson's posts of uh, white supremacist content, and according to the ADL, his podcast has been simulcast on the neo-Nazi socialist movement's media network. Wow, well, lots to unpack here. So what happens next? Well, the vote was three to two to keep him on the ballot, and uh, that will be likely appealed by the challenger in this case. Um, the fact is that the preliminary ballots need to be printed up soon. The deadline was given to have this hearing by the 12th, and so they're in a hurry-up offense on this. We'll just have to wait and see how things play out. David, thank you so much for your reporting and for being here today. Thank you, Emily. Yes, thank you. Anyway... So uh, I you told know, you what you should have done, didn't I? <laughs> should have had the told, NAACP, huh? You, yeah, I told you you should have self-identified as black. It probably all in that hearing would have contributed to your campaign. <laughs> yeah, someone someone put in there, Joe. You sound the same outside of your show. Yeah, I don't disguise nothing. I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to disguise my voice. This is who I am. I don't got nothing to hide. You know, but they'll try to destroy you. They'll character assassinate you. Yeah, I know. You're right. But it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to buy into that nonsense. You know, if I'm going to tell you right now, they're not going to buy into it. And there's what proof? What posts? What posts are they talking about? Where? What? You know, it, it doesn't make any sense what they're talking about. They're, they're grasping at straws. They're using their mafia, the media, to attack and destroy me. That's what they're trying to do. You know, and, and they want to rip me down because they want to know why? Because... I'm a threat to the establishment. I'm a threat to the swamp, the status quo, the money laundering, the, the corruption, the, 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 the rich get richer, the re, you know, and, 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 the, and the poor get poorer. I'm a threat to that. You know, I, I don't want to see people get more poor. I want to see people have a, uh, the opportunity to create and develop what, how they choose, the freedom, the rights for freedom. You know, uh, everyone should have their own pursuit of happiness the way they want to conduct it as long as you don't hurt someone else. There should be no restrictions on it. There shouldn't be regulations. You know, this government um, uh, stepping on my throat every time I want to do something. No, that's not what America is. This isn't what America is about. Amer and America is the land of second chance. You make mistakes, so what? We all make mistakes. You know, you don't condemn a man for the rest of his life. 
You know, all these jackets they put on people, character assassination tools and labels they put on people. That's not what we're supposed to be about. It's all nonsense. It's got to stop. Well, I tell you, that's uh, one lady that asked the question. I guess she's with the media. What's at stake? What's yeah. at stake? I mean, that there is a, devi- a, a demonic way to put something. What's at stake? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, exactly. You know. How about yeah? I, you're absolutely right. That is a strange way to ask something. You know, what's at stake? Yeah, yeah. Well. You know, what's next? Or what's going to happen next? What's the battle? You know, what are they going to do? What's next? What are they going to do now? You know, what, do they want to go through my trash cans and see what I got in there? You know, like I got to start shredding my paper? My, you know, I mean, come on. You know, when does this stop? How about, how about you know, the media should do something a little responsible. They should have had both of us, or me, uh, you know, I should have had my say, and then they have their, their say, and then you let the public have, uh, be judge of, of, of it. You know, if you want to do something in the media, you don't just don't character assassinate somebody. How are you going to say someone's a neo-Nazi? Nobody asked me. Hey, are you an NSM member? Do you support the NSM? No one came up to me and asked me that. You know, and, and my podcast show has all kinds of different people on it from all different walks of life. So, <clears throat> Sarge is the biggest neo-Nazi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarge has been on my show more than almost everybody that I've had. I mean, I practically considered him a co-host at one time. So, you know, uh, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Well, but uh, we'll you, see what happens. What you have experienced is pure racism. But yeah, they won't call it. I agree. Because they consider yeah. you as white. If it had been anybody yep. else, it would be racism. The cards would have been flying. You would have had to go outside with your hard hat on to get knocking your skull <laughs> over. It's racism. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. I think, yeah, somebody did call me and ask me if I was black, actually, too. Someone did call me, you know. So, uh, uh, but, you know, and, and he said, well, not that it matters, but are you black, you know. So, I mean, why think like that anyway? But, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. If I was a black, black, yeah, they would be. But imagine that. I can imagine how that would play out. But it's just insane. I mean, and people ask, well, why am I a Republican? Well, I have conservative views. I mean, you know, I, I really, what can, well, who can I? Well, I'm really a Constitution guy, a Constitution Party person. But, you know, there is no Constitution Party out there because the two-party system has, uh, is bought and paid for by the bankers. So I don't know. I don't know. But I'll carry on with the campaigning. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, like I said, money. I, I've collected some good donations. Uh, you know, and so the funding is there so far. So uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I just got to keep it up. And because uh, it's going to take money to beat this guy. I mean, man, I've got to put, put signs after signs, direct mailing. I've got to be out there meeting people. I mean, I have, I've got to be hitting the pavement. I have to be interacting with people because this is a primary. You know, only Republicans can vote. And only, uh, uh, I think the unaffiliated voter can vote. I'm not sure. Sally, what do you know about that? Can unaffiliated voters uh, vote in a primary? Uh, most of the time, no. It depends on the uh, state rules. If it's a closed primary, then no. And that most of them are closed. There's, uh, yeah, I can't find Florida, anything on there's... it. Yeah, in North Carolina. Yeah. I can't find anything. One says yes, another says no. Because the reason why I need to know because I don't want to do, you know, do my direct mailing. I don't want to you know, mail things to unaffiliated well, voters if they can't vote for me, you know? 
Yeah, and actually, let me uh, back up the primary. The primaries are that um, usually on the general it's open. On the general election it's not open, but if it's on the primary, then the primaries are usually closed. So that's where if you, right now you got two Republicans running in a primary, or yeah. they're going to probably you know whoever's they're going to get somebody elected in the primary basically if there's no Democrat running against them. Yeah, well the primary well the primary is March fifth, and the general election is in November, the big one, the twenty twenty four one. Yeah. You know, so the prim- but, you know, so the primary, yeah. yeah. Well, if we cared about doing things in any kind of decent ethical manner, if there's truly only two candidates running, it should go to the general general election to begin with. It sh- I, I personally don't believe anybody should be elected in a primary, but that unfortunately yep. that's what happens a lot of times. If you got two Republicans, and I mean, I would call the your supervisor election to say, hey, or have somebody else call you, call act like you're somebody else, whatever. Uh, say okay, you got two two uh, Republicans running. What's going to happen in the primary? And what they did here in um, Jackson County, Florida, when there was a case where there was a closed primary, but there were only two Republicans running, at the last minute, like two weeks ahead, they said, "Oh, everybody gets to vote because there's only two candidates and they're on the same party." So at that point, the NPAs would have voted in the primary, but that's not the general rule. And it was a very squirrely rule that they had. I'd never seen or heard of anything. Like that, but most of the NPAs at that point didn't know anything about it, so they missed it anyway. So even if you're an NPA, you should probably still check, <laughs> make sure because they play games like that. But if there's any, yeah. um, if, depending on how many people are running, if there's only two and they're in the same party, they they may um, the NPAs may be allowed to vote in that because they're going to elect somebody in the primary. They shouldn't elect them. They should be forced to go to the general. But well, no, when you get no, in, no. Uh, it's going to go to the general election. Uh, what happens is, is, is yeah, it's going to be between me and him that's going to represent the Republican Party in the general election. Okay, so well, but, primary, okay, but, but I can't find, yeah. I can't find okay, nothing. Okay, so you Carolina. do have a Democrat running. That, that was what I was saying. So you have a Democrat running uh, as well? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't think there's any Democrat that that's running. But last time there was, last time there was, because right now they're just having a Republican primary and then primaries for all the other seats, you know, uh, state reps, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, yeah. state senators, uh, U.S. Congress, and but, stuff like okay. that. Yeah, but that's, what, that's kind of what I'm saying, because literally what happened in uh, – this was for a, a county commission seat. It wasn't a state seat, but it was a county commission seat. There were only two people running. It was a closed primary. The two people who were running were both Republicans, and instead of forcing it to the general election, which is what they should have done, at the last minute they said, oh, since there's only two candidates running and they're both in the same party, then it's an open primary and anybody gets to vote in it. And so they elected one of these people in the primary, but all the NPAs who thought it was a closed primary because that's what it was supposed to be didn't know anything about it and wouldn't have voted or would, you know, would have missed it. Because they didn't know right. that they were supposed to vote. Very squirrely. So if there's only two of you and you're both Republicans, somebody may get elected in that um, in the primary. So you, you definitely got to check with your supervisor elections or yeah. some of the Department of yeah. State for the election laws. It's crazy. Yeah, there's only two of us right now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So this should, so this primary should be an open primary for this for this office for this state office. If there's only two of us right now, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so depending on how slowly they have yeah. their laws. Yeah, yeah, because whoever wins the primary, like if we just have Republicans vote in the primary, that's it. Then nobody else got to decide who they wanted for the uh, for this for this seat for the North Carolina House of Representatives for this seat for this district. That's not right. You know, I think yeah. everyone should have a say. You know, and, and now, that's if the whole Democrats point. If only, too, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, if if there's only two people running and they are de- part of the uh, part of the same party, there should be no primary. It should strictly be on the general ballot. But that's again, that's how yeah. they rig the system. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Wow, I didn't think of it like that. I'm starting to look at this a little different. Yeah, you're right. It's so messed up, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can understand if there was ten people running, then you'd have to have a primary, right? I mean, if there's ten, fifteen people, right. you know, you would have to have a primary. Yeah, the, that, that makes sense at that somebody. point. Yeah, and yeah, the, uh, yeah. the question of open primaries and closed primaries is a whole other story in itself. But, yeah, if you've got ten people, then you can justify having a primary to narrow the field and getting it down to just a few people. But when there's only two, it should never be in the primary. It should be the general. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Right now it's just me and him. Wow. Yeah, wow. Crazy. Yeah, so looking at that more. See, last time it was we had uh, four people running. We had two Democrats and two Republicans. So and then so they had the primary and then he won and then the Democrat won his primary so then they both ran against each other in the general election, which which makes right. sense, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then anybody in the general they, election, yeah. in that case, they, anybody anybody would most likely all the NPA should be allowed to vote in the general. It's only in the primary that they would close it. Wow. Interesting it's, indeed. It's, uh, Interesting. Only when it comes to the squirreliness of the presidential elections. When it comes to the general election, it, 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 I mean, it, it's literally out there in the Florida stuff. In the general election um, for the president, you're voting for the electors. You just don't know who the electors are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Insane. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Insane. You're absolutely right. Well, anybody got uh, – I mean, I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll go down the line here. But Alan, you got anything else you want to add here? I'll give you the floor here for a few minutes. Or, uh, you know, with his closing thoughts for well, everybody here, I have listened to this intently, and she's right. There, it should be a general to begin with, but I, I feel that uh, it would, really wouldn't matter because uh, if you do win, they're still not going to want to look at any of the ballots and how they were cast and who casted them. If they're screwing with okay. the numbers... You know, they're not going to want to have anyone look at them, so I don't think I would worry about it. I'd, I'd have people come in from the Philippines and, and vote for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to have poll watchers, <laughs> trust me. I mean, no, this, I'm going to, I mean, right now, early voting starts, actually, you know what, in a couple of days. So early voting, which, which I just don't look good. I mean, I, I think we should have the election on one damn day. You know, all this mail-in ballot stuff, I don't like that. Don't like it at all. I mean, you know, I mean, it just it just smells of something being rigged, you know. Whoever I mean, has the fastest a, printer, whoever has the fastest printer wins. Yeah, yeah, that's what it appears. You know, I just don't like it. I don't know. I don't know. Mail-in ballots, absentee ballots. Yes, I hey, thanks for having me on the show tonight. What's that? Thanks for having me on the show tonight. Oh, yeah, 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 man, yeah. So uh, everybody, closing thoughts? Anybody got any advice for me? Or anybody want to make some comments here before we start getting ready to wrap it up? Because well, uh, I am busy here, and I've got a lot of, a lot of yeah, stuff going I, on. I, so, I, have a real thing. I have a real quick thing, and then I'll get off the line. I, I want everyone to know that this has been tried, and it doesn't work. Rally. You're breaking up, Alan. You're breaking up. And that was such a good joke. I said, don't ever try to rally snowflakes because it always snowballs. <laughs> All right. 
right, there you have it. Okay. All right. Pianke, anything you want any advice for you for me in my campaign? Well, yeah, I may not know what to do, but I know plenty of what not to do. <laughs> All right. All right. Pianke? Yeah, the, the whole thing the whole thing is that ballots are cast and count it where they are cast and report it the same night. That's the way it should be. Yep. And I illegals agree. do vote. They do vote. Uh, Biden is giving out 300,000 visas to Mexicans. They come here, they get driver's license. They got I-10 numbers, which they can use to buy home mortgages. That's what's going on on in Colony Ridge. And once they get the home mortgage and they sign those closing papers, they just merely go to the election commission. They show a place of residence. They got a government ID in the fact of a, a driver's license. And then they're put on the voters' roll. Wow. Wow. Uh, Sally, or, or the Alaskan there, or uh, anything you want to add here real quick? Well, I'll just say real quick that I'm, I'm going to call the, your supervisor elections office tomorrow and ask them, since there's only two candidates, ask them how that works. I'm just really curious as to what, um, what they're doing on that one. I'm trying to kind of pull up okay. some of the laws right now. But uh, but I'll, okay. I'll let you know whatever I find out. All right, great. Sounds great. That's good. That's good. I know you you're you're a patriot out there fighting. Uh, Mr. Alaskan, are you out there still, or, or anything you want to say real quick? If you're out there. No, just just keep up the good fight. I'm tr- I'm sitting here trying to figure out if I was uh, your opponent, what would I uh, come up and nail you with? And yeah. uh, I'm still thinking. Because there's a lot of things, and I and, and I will I, I will get that information to you as soon as I get it all straight in my head, so you know what to watch out for. There you go. That's a good strategic way. Good strategic way yep. to look at things, man. That's a good. I like to think yep. of. I like to ask, what is the best way to advertise? What would it be? What would you guys think is the best? Real quick, let me ask that question to you. What gets your attention? You know, because obviously we're the same same mindset, kind of. But but what would get your attention? What you direct mail, or signs, or what what should be good to get my name out there more? What do you think? It depends on your audience. Okay. Yeah, who are you trying to who are you trying to reach? I, I would myself. I would go. Uh, uh, God, all of them direct mail. Signs, and I would, yeah. I, I would, I would uh, try and buy some airtime on the radios. Okay, okay, yeah, that's expensive. Let me tell you that right now. That is FM radio, AM. You guys could get real cheap, but uh, man, that FM, they they really whack you. But yeah, okay, I think video doing some videos on social media is pretty good too. But yeah, signs and uh, direct mail, so you can get they can well, get my message directly. Okay, here's 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 the thing. Uh, uh, I don't know who, what shows or programs are on uh, what stations down there, but you know wherever the bulk of the uh, talk radio is, yep. well, that because that's usually the people that uh, you know, like us, keep ourselves informed the best they can. True, and you know to get uh, uh, radio ads on the talk shows on AM and uh, target them for uh, uh, 
the morning commute and the at yep. least the afternoon commute home, you know, on those stations. And, uh, you know, you, you have to look at your budget, you know, to find out yeah, how yeah. much and, and where, you know. So. That's true. That's true. Okay. All right. Well, I like listening to everybody's advice, so that's good. All right, guys. Well, hey, I appreciate you tuning in here tonight. I mean, I just did a, you know, off night. Usually I'm on Tuesday, so I uh, appreciate you chipping in and uh, participating in the podcast. So uh, I guess I'll wrap it up. Have a good night. We'll just play, play this Thank one at you. the end here then. Thank you. All right. See you. Tell All right. Good night.
guys. I had something else I wanted to play at the end, but it didn't come through. I don't know what the heck's going on. This video is about 1776. I really wanted to play it, and I just can't get it. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. They said it's private for some reason. I, link, link first shared. I guess it's blocked or something. Censorship. Censorship's getting real bad. Real bad, let me tell you. It's real bad. But anyway, good night, everybody. Uh, let me see if we can wrap up here. Good night. Take care.